the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman Real Estate, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate, which we're the only show on talk radio, and we've been on talk radio for at least 10 years, um, that we speak about real estate and every aspect of it. So we love it hearing from you so please call us with any of your questions and remember if you have a question so many other people have the same question so you're helping everyone call us at 866-970-9622 joining us each week from the beginning is ace water supar who's the executive vice president of citizens bank and Stephen ebert who specializes in real estate law both residential and commercial um, Stephen is a partner at castle and llp uh, we are lucky, and you are lucky, to have such a great team. Um, I have all the experts, ACE experts in financing, and Stephen, legal expert in real estate, and myself, I'm pretty much a pretty good real estate expert. Uh, have questions from us again, 866-970-9622. And by the way, if you miss any of our shows and you want to get any of our past shows, you can go to iTunes and search on Ion Real Estate and you can listen to any of our past shows. Of course, you can always listen to The Answer at 9.70 a.m. and listen to us live. A special, special thanks to Citizens for sponsoring Ion Real Estate. Um, I must tell you that Citizens Bank has the name Citizens because that's the bank that was founded to help citizens, regular people like you and me, not just big corporations. Last year, Citizens was the third largest lender in the Northeast. And you can find out any information about Citizens at citizensbank.com. Or you can call them if that's preferable to you at 24 hours, seven days a week at 800-922-9999. That's 800-922-9999. And we want to thank you again from all of us. Thank you, citizens, for all of your support. So before I begin the show, I just found a few things I thought were kind of cute. I'm not sure how much uh, I would read into this, but I found this article that said the best day of the year to buy a home. Now, Stephen Ace, do you think there's a best day to buy a home? I 
You know, Dottie, they say there's never the bet, there's never a, a good time to buy, right? Um, I, I think it really depends on your situation. But I think um, probably I would say the best time to buy a home would be, I mean, it used to be the winter months, but right now, I don't know. What do you think, Dottie? Well, what do you they're think, saying that they're saying mark, mark, mark October 8th. In your calendar, that's the best day to close. Actually, I shouldn't have said buy, close, which means you already bought the home and you're actually closing that transaction. The best day to close on a home um, is October 8th. I don't know where they would get that from. Uh-huh, and, October 8th, okay. <laughs> and they, they did a study and the average buyers have purchased 10.8% below estimated market value on this date for the last 15 years. So they're basically saying if you close your home on that date, you probably, a lot of people got a little bit of deal, which I, I don't, you know, just kind of fun stuff. I don't put hold too much attention to it. Meanwhile, the worst month of the year to buy a home, but the best to sell a home, okay? So they're saying the worst time to buy, but the best time to sell, again, is April. Now, I don't believe any of this, but, you know, they just put numbers together, and I guess it came out that way. It says, on the average, buyers who purchased in April over the last 15 years bought their homes at a premium of 1.2% above estimated market value. And the the study also found that the best weekday to buy a home is on a Monday. Now, that I might agree with you because a lot of times in my experience, if a seller stayed home and, you know, we tell the sellers you have to be home or at least give us access to the house with the key, which some do and some don't want to. If the seller's been home all weekend and, and, and buyers don't show up, and so they didn't have a good weekend of, of, of buyers coming. And then Monday, somebody comes in and make an offer. Hey, they might be a little bit more anxious because they might feel, you know, I didn't really have any buyers over the weekend. Now, if they had a lot of buyers over the weekend, then maybe if you made an offer on the Monday, they might want to wait a bit. It's also what I find sometimes when people listed their home. And obviously, the uh, whole goal of real estate agents is to make sure when they list your home that it sells in the quickest amount of time in a convenient way with qualified buyers. So many times if we listed a home and like in a day or two, some an offer came and somebody made an, a high offer or a full price offer on the home, guess what the seller, the buyers said, or the sellers said? They said, oh, you must have listed this too low. That's why it sold so quickly. So um, let me say this to you. When you list a home, you should ask your broker to furnish you with what they call competitive market analysis. They're not a formal appraisal. Um, And remember something, when pricing a home, it's an estimate of value. There's no science. And what you look at is what's on the market that's similar to your home in the same area. And what's sold in the last 90 days or 120 days. Look, Look at what's sold and how long it took to sell. And if there was any price reductions, because when you're listing your home, if you're a seller, my best advice is I tell sellers all the time, get your real estate broker to take you around and go look at your competition. 
because when a buyer comes, what are they going to see? They're going to see homes that are in your price range in your area, and that's really your competition, and see how your home stacks up against your competition. Um, that's my advice, because it gives you like a really, because, you know, homes, when you're doing commercial real estate, it's more business about a lease or a storefront. When you're doing residential and it's your home, it becomes very personal. So people get personal about it. So you want to be objective when you're selling your home. And therefore, you want to make sure that you ask the broker or look at comparable properties, what someone's going to look at if they were to look at homes today. How does your home stack up with that? And that's the best thing that I can tell you. I am. Uh, they also found that Thursday, on the other hand, was the worst day of the week to buy, which, which again, thought it was kind of fun information. And I want to start out with a little fun things before we get serious and do some really real estate information that I think is important for you to know. By the way, Harry and Megan, uh, the royal couple, um, they are probably looking to sell their home in California, and um, they uh, they love California, and they paid $14.65 million for a mansion near Santa Barbara, uh, and they feel that they put feelers out here to sell their California state in Montecito after 18 months and move to another home in the same seaside community. They just feel that they need maybe a bigger house. I don't know if you're a, a prince and a duchess or no, she's not a duchess, whatever. Prince Harry, I guess maybe that, that's not big enough. Uh, they, so they're thinking of selling it, but they love their, their they love the area they're in. Uh, the home that they currently live in is a nine-bedroom home from a Russian business uh, business person that they bought in June 2020. Um, and it's 14,500 square feet. So that sounds pretty big. Sounds like you can get lost there. It's surrounded by uh, many trees and it's on seven and a half acres. So they have a lot of property. It has 16 bathrooms. So uh, I guess you don't have to worry about anyone having an accident. A tennis court, a swimming pool, a tea house, a private playground for their children. It has a spa with a dry, uh, and, and wet sauna, private movie theater, arcade, and a wine cellar, and I could go on and on. So they're looking, but they're definitely going to buy, and they love it. They love living in the America. And sometimes I think we don't appreciate living here enough. For those of you uh, baseball fans, former baseball star uh, Rods finally was approved on a 10 million co-op deal approved after he had a temper tantrum. Okay, Alex Rodriguez got an apartment for 9.9 million. Okay, and after initially striking out, so maybe Steve, you could explain this because he, this is a co-op that he bought in the city. And when you go to, when you buy a co-op, Steve, unlike a condominium, can you explain how that works? Because he was rejected. And they finally let them in. Yeah, absolutely. So co-ops really have wide discretion. And the, the current state of the law, and I say that because, you know, there, there are some trends that are changing. 
But the current state is as long as they don't violate fair housing, right? They're not discriminating based on, you know, religion or ethnicity or, or sex and so forth, a whole number of items on the list, then co-ops can say yes or no for any reason or no reason at all, what could be a good reason or a bad reason. You know, the board is charged with following the business judgment rule, using good business on behalf of the building. And a number of co-op boards always get a little nervous with uh, celebrities uh, being in the building, people that might have a larger media presence or more parties and be disruptive. And so there's a number of famous cases over the years. A-Rod is now added to the list. Madonna had this issue before. Um, President Nixon um, had this issue before. And so a number of buildings have turned people down. Um, and, and that is definitely within their discretion. And in this case, he, he did appeal. And, you know, for certain clients in some circumstances, I've done that too. And sometimes it's successful, sometimes it's not, and they change their mind in this case. Um, right. I do want to make one other point. While there's currently no law in New York City, there are certain disclosure laws in Suffolk County, in Westchester County, uh, in, in Rockland County, where boards have to give certain notices, respond within a certain time, and, gi and give a reason in those selective counties. And it's talked about in New York City, but it hasn't gone anywhere yet. Um, so the board does not even have to give a reason. They can just say no. And that could be it. So you definitely want to know the building and, right. and really work with an experienced attorney and broker who really understands that building. Well, this is a white glove pre-war co-op. And uh, the co-op has celebrity status. And it says, and again, this is just what I've read, um, that that the that the that Alex that he was kind of made a big fuss that they initially didn't take him, but then he made a big fuss, and he almost didn't get accepted, and he begged the board to accept him, um, and then they said okay. <laughs> okay, they couldn't say no to him. But let me explain, because you know, if you don't live in New York um, City. It's hard to understand co-ops, and there's a very big difference between a co-op and a condo because, as you know, we've said that many times a, a co-op is shares in a corporation, basically, where a condo is the actual real estate. So the boards have a lot of say on who comes in, and as Steve said, they can't discriminate. But generally, they don't like high-publicity people because they don't want all that attention of the press and the paparazzi all over the place. So we've had many celebrities that we had to really help very, like, carefully, you know, prep for the co-op board. And I would tell you, and I would really advise you, if you are looking to buy something in New York City and you are looking at co-ops, make sure you talk to the broker and ask, have they dealt with a lot of co-ops? Because you really have to navigate through that process. It's a big process the questionnaire that you fill out for the co-op i mean it's huge i don't think i could fill it out okay and if you don't dot an eye in the right place that could cause you to get rejected so you want to make sure that someone knows the boards knows what they're looking for and is familiar with dealing with co-ops that is definitely not something that you want to use a broker that you know from long island or westchester to get you and help you in a co-op board in Manhattan. Um, definitely not. So, 
with that, I, I, I wanted to give you a little out, you know, every day things change because now we have this COVID uh, surge, although it doesn't seem to be as severe, thank goodness. Uh, but it hasn't seemed to affect real estate because people are still letting people in with masks. But home prices in 2022 are forecasted to finally slow up a bit um, after 16 consecutive months of price acceleration. So they're not going down. Don't get the wrong idea. You're not going to get a bargain. Uh, but they're not going to go up quite as much. I think the, the bulk of people bought. And now the people are... Are, are looking, um, but we're looking at probably a growth of about, now this is a national number, so of course it would vary in different states or different areas, but nationally we're looking at a growth of uh, likely to be about 3% annually. And again, we still have supply and demand problems, and again, a big problem was there was no supply and a lot more demand. So it looks like that inventory is opening up a little bit. And we're getting a little bit more inventory, but not quite, you know, it's not that we have too much. Uh, the new construction, if you're doing any new construction in your house, as you probably know with some of the stores that they're out of a lot of things, uh, the, the, the supply chain is backlogged. Uh, so you're having a lot of delays in new construction. So if you're having anything built for you, even under non-COVID times, I would say never... Never go by the date the builder gives you. Allow yourself a little extra time. But you might see delays in new homes because uh, construction is, is, is good, but we're having a backlog getting supplies. Now, mortgage rates. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But, Ace, just fill us in where they go and when do you see them going up and how much do you see them going up at? Yeah, Dottie, rates have definitely gone up, uh, Dottie, for the past week. Rates are currently at close to about 3.375%. We've always always been talking about rates right around the 3% mark, even 2.875 if you, if you have really good credit. But I know last week we were talking about the rates, and I actually told everybody, hey, rates are still pretty low, right around 3%. But this whole week, uh, the bond market really ra- rallied, and uh, the rates are at 3.375, even 3.5% on one of the days this week. So to our listeners, uh, rates are definitely going up. We might even see we 4% by the you. end of the year. Yeah, we, we told, told you. you. We told you, Dottie. You mentioned it. You mentioned it, Dottie, and uh, we actually saw it this week. So um, not, not, to, not to, you know, get anyone, um, you know, overly anxious or to panic, but um, I, I think, you know, there's a couple of factors, but again, if you're in the market to sell, uh, you definitely want to put your, put your house up for sale now or condo or co-op just because the supply chain inventory is still very, very low. And if you're looking to buy, you know, there's no better time to buy. Rates are still very, very low, but, but, you know, again, if rates go up to 4% above 4%, and you are looking to take advantage of financing, you may end up paying more even if prices come down. So just think about that and uh, prepare yourself, you know? So. Yeah, we're going to continue giving you a little more forecast for 2022. Got a lot of uh, great information to give you. And again, listening to our show can save you lots of money. 
um, and give you a lot of tips that will make you very successful in your selling or your buying experience. We'll be right back. Dottie Herman, this is Iron Real Estate. Relief Factor, pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating tens of thousands of Americans across the country from their daily pain, me included, but not just me, people like Reggie from Florida. This is Reggie's story. I have a lot of pain from aging, and after only four days of using Relief Factor, I'm already experiencing less pain and stiffness. Can't wait to see how I feel in a couple more weeks. Relief Factor is a blessing sent by God. Incredible words. Find out for yourself. Order the three-week quick starter pack, which is $19.95 at relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you, like it works for me, Reggie, and thousands of your fellow Americans. What have you got to lose? Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Right now, police are stepping up patrols to make sure drivers and pedestrians obey our crosswalk laws. Why? Because every year in New York, people are injured or killed just crossing the street. 
So remember, pedestrians, obey traffic signals and use crosswalks. And drivers, yield to pedestrians in crosswalks. If you don't, we will educate you on the law. And you may get a ticket, because tickets get attention, and that saves lives. A message from the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. And now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that non-contact thermometers are not accurate. They also have inaccurate information on their labels regarding accuracy. New COVID strains are on the rise, and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible. At a time when accuracy matters, accurate temperature measurements are essential. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening at I on Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman. I'm here with Ace Water Supercorp and Stephen Ebert. And we are the team that covers real estate from every aspect. And I'm giving you just kind of a summary of what's going on in all of the... Uh, sectors of real estate because uh, some people have emailed us and asked, gee, has the COVID outbreak of this latest outbreak, has that hurt sales at all? And so far, no, we don't think so. Um, Manhattan's office market, okay, uh, is picking up speed. Okay, it ended the year with its best quarter since 2019. Uh, but a steady new stream of new inventory means a return to any semblance of pre-pandemic normalcy. That's really where it's probably the roughest uh, as far as office space. Uh, but where they're looking to see if they can probably rezone some of that office space to other things. But it actually did better than it has been doing. And uh, as I said, home prices are forecasted to go up. Now, they went up almost, I don't know, almost 20 percent in the last two years. So it looks like on the average, I said, as I said, about 3 percent annually. And it looks like 2023, as far as we can see, there's still going to be high prices. They won't go up as much. But prices are from COVID. Prices went up a great amount of money and they're not going to go down. They're just going to stay there. They just won't grow you know, you won't have a 15% appreciation in a year. By the way, if it affects anybody, the New York uh, eviction moratorium ends, I believe, soon. So they're trying to pass some good wills, some good, some new bills on uh, eviction processes, but it's over. Um, so you, if you have uh, any, if it affects anybody, you need to call up and get that resolved now. Now, Ace, I was reading a, a, a subject that it said that the housing market is to fuel record, record borrowing in 2022. And it says the fierce competition, low mortgage rates and soaring prices that have helped raise mortgage borrowing. It's going to go to even higher heights is expected to drive lending even higher this year. What do you say about that? Dottie, we're seeing record-breaking volume um, just within the first two weeks of 2022, Dottie. So that is definitely true. Uh, we are seeing they're, – they're saying refinances may go down just because of increases in rates, but the purchase market will be one of the best years we will ever see 
in the history of the United States. So they're saying that it's going to be, be such a, an amazing, amazing um, purchase market this year. And with that comes fierce competition as well, Dottie. A lot of it is really um, fueled by the supply chain um, be, being that inventory is so low. Six million homes, to be exact, fewer um, so, you know, we're, we're going to see a huge influx of buyers competing to buy. And um, I think it's, it's, it's going to be healthy. But, again, for our listeners that are out there, that's why you have to be even more prepared. Um, really prepare yourself. And once you find the home that you love, you have to be ready to pull the trigger because it will be a very, very interesting market for the rest of 2022, Dottie. We're seeing record-breaking volumes already that's the first two weeks many. of this year. And they're saying 2022 is going to still be a seller's market. Um, there's there's yes, still more demand than be. supply. And uh, homeowners borrowed $2.32 trillion in 2021 just to refinance, not that even to buy. So uh, let Correct. me tell you something. When you've been around as long as me and you've witnessed 15% interest rates, when they say, oh, they're going up a little bit, like, you know, they might go up to four by the end of the year. I mean, to me, I would have thought that was such a bargain. Four, yep. I paid 15% on an adjustable mortgage, an arm. So, uh, I, you know, you're still in a great time interest rate-wise. Um, and experts talk, you know, of course, there's always debates because this is the future. So, uh but pretty much the consensus across the country and, and uh, are confident that uh, buying in 2022 is going to be great and real estate uh, is going to be good and, and that rising mortgage rates are not going to affect uh, the, not going to affect the buy. In other words, they're not going to, they're not going up enough to affect anybody that they're going to stop buying. Uh, that's, you know, that's I, that's debatable because we haven't finished 2022 yet, but I'm pretty sure I think it's okay. But Ace, would you repeat that formula of every difference, every interest, like a percent that interest rate makes to a, a purchase? Def, definitely, Dottie. So each increase of 1% on the rate, so assume today we're at 3.5. If rates go up to 4.5, it's 11 to 12% less buying power, right? So if today you were able to purchase um, a home for a million dollars, just deduct 12% uh, for each increase in 1% in rate. So today it's 3.5%. You can qualify for a million dollar home. Tomorrow, if it's 4.5%, it's really around 12% less of 1 million. So it's a, it's, it's a, big, it's a big chunk, Dottie. Uh, and that's why, you know, as as interest rate starts to trickle up, sellers may not be able to get the price that they're looking for and buyers uh, may be, you know, borrowing less, right? So it's it's really, it's one of those things where you really have to, and that's why they say, you know, timing of purchasing something, there's never the best time to buy. And you really have to look at your financial situation and see, hey, you know what? If I like a home and I'm paying a little bit over, um, asking price because of low inventory, is it still worth it for me to offer that, you know, my best and my my best offer? And and a lot of times, if rates are at three and a half percent, even three percent, 
it could be well worth it for you down the line, right? So, you know, that, right. I always recommend everybody sitting down with a loan officer, um, going through the numbers because, you know, just because you're paying 100000 over the lifetime of the loan uh, more on the sale price comes out to not that much when you break it down in terms of monthly payment, especially when you're locking yourself in such a low rate. So there's a lot of variables, Daddy. You know, it's not one size fits all, but yeah. People say to me, well, Dottie, how is it possible that home prices can still continue posting solid growth despite a mortgage rate jump? And uh, we're currently in the middle of a five-year window from 2019 to 2023 when the millennials, which is a bulk of the buyers now, that's the biggest population of buyers, born during the, that, that generation's five largest birth years between 1989 and 1993, they will hit an all-important first-time home age of 30. And they do believe in home ownership, unlike people said in 2008 that they would. Uh, so everything looks good as far as the real estate market. And as I said, it is still a very good time to buy. Interest rates are low. Uh, and no one thinks, I mean, again, unless there's something that, you know, we don't know in the future, everyone looks to 2022 as being a, a pretty strong year in real estate again. Actually, I don't want to say New York City, but owning is more affordable than renting in a lot of places, okay? And so I'm not going to read a list of all the places where it is, but if you really call up, and Ace, you know, if you call go to citizensbank.com, sometimes it's more affordable to own a home than to rent in a majority of the United States, okay? So you should definitely, if nothing else, look at what your current rental is, and look at what it would cost you, you know, to buy something in your area. Uh, but the slow, the trend is slowly shifting towards rentage, which could be a major force in easing prices. But renters now sometimes are paying just as much. The problem with first-time buyers is sometimes their down payment. So, Ace, I think there's a lot of mis information about mortgages we have a break but i'd like you to maybe right after the break talk about some mortgages that don't require a 20 percent down payment because the down payment the down payment is what really kind of sometimes people get hurt with because they don't think they have enough so we'll talk about some mortgages that you don't have to have a 20 percent down payment right after the break that's 866-970-9622 This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. The 355 is a new female-led action film. Diane Kruger stars and loves the international aspect. Each one of us comes from a different country and speaks a different language, and we have all these different language skills. So from the get-go, you feel like this film has an international scope and an international story that um, hopefully will appeal to a very broad audience. 
The 355 rated PG-13 in theaters. For my review and more, head over to theentertainmentanswer.com. Relief Factor. Pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating tens of thousands of Americans from their daily pain, me included. But not just me, it's people like Leah from Ohio. This is Leah's story. One Sunday morning, I sat on my couch in so much pain I was in tears. That's the day I ordered Relief Factor. Following directions, in eight days, I found relief only to get better and better. I am a believer. Why? 100%. That should be you. That could be you. Find out today by, by ordering the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Leah, and thousands of your fellow Americans. Don't wait any longer. You deserve to know. It just makes sense. What have you got to lose Accept the pain. Call today, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. You deserve to know if you could be the next success story like Leah. 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. Select quote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-881-4747. That's 1-800-881-4747. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-881-4747. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Hi, folks. This is Jerry Crowley, General Manager at Salem Media Group in New York. I want to tell you about a terrific opportunity we have for two people to join us, one to sell digital advertising and the other to sell radio advertising at the radio station. Please drop me a note at jerry.crowley at salem.cc if you're interested or you know someone who might be interested in joining us. jerry.crowley at salem.cc. Thank you very much. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. AM970, The Answer doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM970, The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go. Check out Seton Hall basketball today on AM 970 The Answer when the Pirates travel to Milwaukee to take on Marquette at high noon. This is Dave Popkin. Join me along with Gary Cohen for all the action. Kevin Willard on our pregame show. Get us underway at 11.50 a.m. on your home for the Pirates, AM 970 The Answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back, and you're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with Ace One Two Farmers, Steven. Okay, we are talking about giving you a little insight to what we feel is ahead of you for the housing market in 2022. 
And again, um, it might pay to, we, we're talking that sometimes rents are it's cheaper to rent sometimes. And so many people say, well, Dottie, should you rent or should I buy a home or should I rent a home? Because we know that home prices are rising faster than rents, although rents are catching up to them. And single family homes, and I'm talking nationally now, are less affordable than they have been in just over three quarters in the U.S. They're the highest they've been in 13 years, according to the real estate data trackers. But remember, all real estate is local. So when we're talking to a general audience, I'm not really being as specific. You need to call your local realtor for that. Home prices are rising and uh, rents are also up. Now, the answer is, is owning better than renting uh, from a financial perspective? We're not saying one's better than the other. Uh, the problem becomes that the gap in affordability is shrinking because... People have sometimes the incomes, but they don't have the down payment. So, Ace, if you could, um, I think the average person thinks that you that you have to put 20% down. And so, again, if you're buying a home, 20% uh, is a lot of money to save up. Unless uh, you want to buy a, one of those small houses. So, Ace, can we talk about some of the... Some of the types of mortgage financing that citizens offers or that are offered or that are out there where you don't have to put 20% down? Definitely, Dottie. And just to touch upon what you just mentioned, right, there's, I, I mean, the amount of folks that are renting right now that are paying astronomical rents, um, rent is actually a marketplace that is on fire right now, right? Um, I think after the pandemic, you're seeing rents skyrocket uh, just as much as homes. And I think a lot of folks, um, especially our listeners, should really, really consider if you are paying those high rental prices, there is a way out, right, uh, Dottie? So when you, when you look at purchasing a single-family home, FHFA, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, just increase marketplaces such as New York, California, where there is a high density of just um, appreciation. The, the new loan limits for an agency loan, which is a conforming loan, which is what Freddie and Fannie Mae purchases, it's 970800 So they just increased the limits to 970000 Dottie. And that's and that's for a single family home, right? Wait, how much? What's the increase? Now they increased it to what? They increased it to nine hundred seventy thousand eight hundred. Wow. So that's a huge increase because of the demand, because of high home prices, and they also have a five percent down pay, down payment, Dottie. So at nine hundred seventy thousand, if it's your first home time, if it's your first time buying, you actually have the ability to put only five percent down. Right, all the way up to nine hundred seventy thousand eight hundred. That's huge. You also have FHA, which you can literally put down three and a half percent. And and let's say you don't want to even go those two routes, and you're buying a two million dollar home. You can actually put ten percent down, and leverage financing that way as well. So, if you're in the market of buying a property a million and below, five percent down. If you're in the market of purchasing a two million dollar home or below. 10% down, right? So I just wanted to give oh. our listeners 
Yeah, go ahead, Dottie. I really don't think a lot of people realize that. And all I'm saying is you should call citizens or, or, or go online and see what you can qualify for as far as the mortgage, how much you have to put down, because I, I really think the biggest problem today or one of the biggest problems is the down payment. And there are so many ways that you can find mortgages where you don't have to put that down. The big, the big key that you should be aware of is your credit. Your credit has to be good. That, because the banks want to see how you pay. Okay? Now, another thing that I thought, I'm just thinking that I should tell everyone, if you are borrowing, an ace you could have, if you are borrowing money from a parent, okay, or some of, you know, you have one of, you're one of the fortunate people that parents or someone, a relative is going to lend you some money. Ace, doesn't that have to be in the bank? Don't you have to show that in the bank? Don't they have to do that before you actually apply they to the do, mortgage? They do, they do, Dottie. It's, it's something called a, uh, a gift letter, right? So what if you're the recipient and you're lucky enough to have uh, the bank of mom and dad, and they're going to give right. you, um, you know, a couple of dollars for the down payment, uh, you definitely have to have that in your bank at least two months before. And what the bank will do is they'll source the funds, meaning they want to make sure that there's no money laundering and that you're not getting it from a friend and it's really a relative and it's your, your mom and dad. So what they want to see is the money going from your parents' account into your account, and that's what they call sourcing of funds. And you want to do that literally two months to three months prior to probably looking for a home because you want to make sure that it's, it's in your account, it's ready to go, because if you do it closer to the closing date, it could cause a little bit of issues depending on, you know, where your parents' account um, is and, and, you know, did they put in another large deposit into their account. So you just want to avoid all the scrutiny involved and just do it ahead of time. Have your parents transfer the money over be ready to just show the source of funds, and you should be all set. So, yeah. So for, make for sure great, you do great that. Point that. You brought up, Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. We we make sure that you do that if you are going to get a gift from a parent or a relative or somebody that you do that ahead of time and you have that transferred into your account. You don't want to do that after you do the mortgage application and then say, oh, but by the way, my parents are lending me like twenty thousand. So you want to do that ahead of time. That's why it's so important to really be prepared so that when you are ready, you're all set to go. You know how much you can make, you can borrow. And when you make an offer, you can make a very strong offer because you know you don't have to guess. Okay, so that's very important. And again, if you're considering buying something, uh, and or whether it's you or maybe you have grandchildren or you have children that are looking for our properties, don't go out and buy some big purchases that you have to take credit. You know, try to lay off those credit cards and don't buy a new car now. Okay? Try not to take on too much new debt. Uh, okay? So I think that's good tips because uh, we expect this to be a great year. And look, I was listening to, you know, with COVID and with people not going out as much, I've seen more movies. I never watch TV, okay? But I've seen more things than I've ever seen in my life, okay? And everything is about real estate. There's a million reality shows, not to mention 
we have some of the best agents on reality shows, but every show is about improving your home, different things. You know, real estate is so popular today that everyone wants to know about it. So make sure that you fully know what you need to do before you actually buy, and then you'll be in good shape. Now, we were talking a little about, um, I think there's a lot of talk about inflation. And the inflex, you know, if you listen to any news now, you're going to hear all talks about inflation. And when you talk about inflation, which is uh, inflation basically is an increase in prices. And it's the steady rise of prices and goods and services over a period. And that has many effects on the economy, some good, some bad. But what it really does is... uh, erodes purchasing power because it, 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 it erodes the value of, of cash. It encourages the consumers to spend uh, money on other investments. And that's why you, the crypto, you know, all that crypto stuff has become so important because the dollar, uh, because we've been borrowing so much money, they think it's going to not be as strong. So it encourages, and it also encourages spending. Um, that's where you hear people buy gold. Now, what do you what do you see about Ace? We, we, we left off last week uh, this subject. And again, I don't want to get too far into it because it's kind of complicated to get your arms around if you haven't yet. But cryptocurrency. Now, we don't see many buying yet with crypto, but we expect that to change over time. What do you, what is your, what do you see, Stephen, and, and, and uh, Stephen, with your clients and Ace? What do you see with crypto? Do you think people are going to start accepting that? Um, as money for properties. Well, Donnie, Steven, do you want to go I first? There's a few, there's a, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. The uh, I think there's a few obstacles that have to be, you know, overcome. I mean, it's been long established that you don't have to pay. Two parties can agree to use anything for compensation, right? You know, right. If, if somebody said, you know, instead of taking cash for my house, I want I'll trade a plane for a house or artwork or gold, right? You don't have to use U.S. dollars per se. And that's between two private parties. So cryptocurrency fits within that long-established, you know, concept that you can do that. However, you have a couple of problems that need to be addressed. Number one, what's ultimately the value you're giving up? Cryptocurrency is highly volatile. And so you need to be very, very careful as to what, the value of the cryptocurrency is because that's going to drive a series of taxes. Uh, the second thing also is that, you know, government is not accepting anything but U.S. dollars. So when you have to pay a transfer tax or a mortgage tax or your capital gains taxes, that's going to be done in U.S. dollars. So right now, and I think for a, a long time, you're not going to be able to do a transaction 100% in cryptocurrency just like you couldn't do it 100% in euros or yen, right? Um, you have that issue. And then you have some other interesting legal consequences too, like the title companies. The title insurance premium by law is very specific and it's to the dollar. And to time it just right and to pay them um, it is gonna also present a number of challenges. And I think the last part, and this is even the most important part um, because I think it's often overlooked, most people who are using cryptocurrency for transaction are using cryptocurrency that's appreciated over time. 
right? They brought the value at X, and now it's worth four oh. times X, let's say. When you sell your cryptocurrency to make a transaction, even if you bought it directly, you're going to have to pay capital gains tax on the appreciated cryptocurrency. You know, if you write a check out of your bank account, you've already paid the tax on that money. That's not the case in crypto. So people need to Wait, be very can thoughtful. you run that? Yeah. Stephen, can you run that by me again? Basically, if Absolutely. Would. Absolutely. So everybody, right, you pay your income taxes every year. You pay your, ten, you know, you, you file your 1040 with the IRS, you pay your taxes. And the money you have in your bank account, you've already paid income tax on it, right? It's your money that's sitting in there. And if you go to buy a car or a house and you're using money out of your checking account, you've already paid the tax on those dollars, right, um, that's sitting in your bank. You don't need to think about, oh, me, me using my bank account is going to trigger another tax. In the case of cryptocurrency, what you've done is you've converted dollars, right? Let's, you know, not deal with international, but the same idea. You've converted dollars into an asset. That asset's appreciated. And when you sell that asset, you have to pay capital gains tax, right? So now people who are thinking of doing a transaction in cryptocurrency need to remember, besides all the transaction costs that are involved, they're going to have a taxable event when they trade in that cryptocurrency. Um, and there are other issues too, but that, that's a really big one that people are really not fully thinking of. And there's going to be, I think, some people who are going to have some tax consequences um, because how do they really source funds, track funds? The whole idea of this decentralized ledger, well, how do they really demonstrate you know, that capital appreciation? And that's something the IRS is actively working on uh, and has been amending tax forms to address. So, Dottie, I have so a little bit of a different take. Okay, I, I I want you to definitely tell us that. We, we might just start it because we're going to have a, a break in about a minute or two. But I, this is a very important subject, and I think it's going to be even more important as we go along. So, um, Ace, you want to give us, you want to start? You might have to finish it after the break, though. Yeah, um, not a, not a problem, have- Dottie. I mean, I, I agree with a lot that Stephen um, said, right? I, I think... Um, if you look at your uh, tax returns, you're going to see a line item that states um, alternative um, investments, and then it also states crypto on there as well. And the KYC will always be there, you know, know your customer. But I think uh, adoption is, is key. And right now, there are people out there, um, if, you're, if you're into Bitcoin and you're into that sort of, um, I guess, focused, if, you, if your focus into, is into that asset class, you can pretty much buy Bitcoin um, with anything, right? So if you're buying Domino's Pizza, all you need to do is use your Bitcoin through through a service called Lightning Pizza, and you can actually purchase pizza through Bitcoin. If you want to buy Subway or McDonald's um, for fast food, um, they're accepting Bitcoin as well online. And, and there's a whole slew of other companies such as Amazon, but I, I think we have a break. Um, I wanted to touch base up on yeah, this topic a little this. bit more, Dottie. Right after the news. We have the 11 o'clock news, and then we're going to continue talking about cryptocurrency. And- oh. 
We'll be right back after the 11 o'clock. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.